Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. G'day folks and welcome to the Encounters Down Under podcast. I'm your host Anthony Goodall and I invite guests to the show to share their amazing encounters with aliens and UFOs. If you or someone you know has had an encounter down under or anywhere in the world for our new segment Encounters Unbound, please get in touch with me via the Encounters Down Under Facebook page or email at australianufosightings at outlook.com.au. Be sure to join the Encounters Down Under Facebook page and YouTube channel where you can also get involved during the live stream interviews, sharing your thoughts and opinions during the live show. Also, if you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to give us a rating or review on your favorite listening platform. But anyway, that's enough from me. Let's get into what you've been waiting for. Kick back and relax with your favorite beverage and enjoy the show. This episode is available to view on our YouTube channel, so be sure to like and subscribe to the channel and leave a comment with your thoughts on the episode. G'day folks and welcome to another episode of Encounters Down Under. Phil joins us on this episode where he had an experience of something strange that engulfed him in a red beam of light, and also encountered a strange craft leaving a paddock with multiple witnesses in the car. So please welcome to the show, Phil. G'day, Phil. Welcome to the show, mate. Yeah, thank you. Mate, it's great having you on the show, mate. You've uh, got in touch with me here and a bit of some really wonderful experiences you've had here, and like absolutely amazing. It's got me really intrigued on what you've had here. So look, mate, I'm going to let you go and take the wheel here, and um, look, it's, yeah, let you take the wheel and tell us what you've got, mate. Show us what you got. Okay, so, uh, well... There's only been two, you know, proper, real, uh, as you'd say, really weird ones. But uh, the first one was in about 1975, and um, we lived at a, an old, old weatherboard uh, cottage at Richmond Hill, which is up on the hill above Lismore. And um, my girlfriend and I lived there, and she would work at Lismore on a Thursday night. So, so I went down there on Thursday night and uh, picked her up. And came back up uh, the side of the house, which is just out up there on a tame, no other cottages around there, up the driveway and uh, just got into the backyard and just noticed the dogs weren't barking because we had two dogs on the veranda, an open veranda, which couldn't get out, but usually they'd bark the heads off when we come up. Anyway, so all was just normal. We got out of the car and as we got out of the car, this bright red light just shone down on the car, the whole roof of the car was illuminated we were illuminated and it was just a shock and before we could even say shit look at that because we were both looking at it we looked up and there's this big red ball probably the size of a full moon above us i don't know how high it was but it wasn't real high uh and we just looked at it for probably two three seconds and then tonk, gone just completely gone 
So, oh, shit, that's weird, you know. Anyway, so the dogs were, were still not barking. We thought, we'd better go and you know, get up there and see what's wrong with the dogs. So we go up there. They're okay, but they're just sort of, you know, wandering around real sheepish. And, um, okay, so then we went inside and uh, trying to work out what that was. And then after a while, we turned the telly on. The telly wouldn't work. And it wasn't an old TV, you know, it was fairly new. And uh, we thought, oh, what the hell's going on here? So uh, then not much else happened, but I put the TV into repair guy. And now I don't, I don't know, I'm sure he said to me, he said, that's really strange. Your crystal's burned out. Not, I don't even know what a crystal is in an old colour TV. I've never heard of it. But anyway, he said, I've never seen that before. I said, okay, no worries. But anyway, fixed it and that was that. So, so that was that sighting. That's, oh, and then, yeah, that's right. And then like, there was no internet in those days. So so I got hold of a paper. I don't know which one it would have been. I just sort of scanned through it to see if anyone would have seen something. But I noticed there was a thing that happened that night down in Melbourne, around about the same time. And it said something like people, they didn't know what it was. Something crashed in the people's roofs in Melbourne. And it was that hot that it, it made the TV antennas fuse to the roof. So oh, it melted wow. aluminium, yeah. I don't know if that's something to do with it or not, but I just thought, well, there you go. It could have been, I suppose. Yeah, it's yeah. possible. So, yeah, so, yeah, so that's basically, that's that event. Yeah, so yeah, just on that, uh, did you have any, like, take notice of the time of what it was? Is there, like, potentially well, any missing time or any like that? We didn't have any missing time, but, you know, it would have been, like, you know, the shops up there, I forget now, but I think they would have shut about. 8.30 or something like that. So it would have been probably 9 p.m. or something like that. Yeah, okay. And so the dogs weren't phased or worried about anything at all? Like, weren't even concerned oh, about you coming just, home, really? They, just were, they were just, like, uh, not not their normal behaviour, you know? Like, because um, every, every every time we drive up that driveway, if they're locked on that veranda, they'd be yapping, yeah, 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 come on, come and get us, you know, there you go. But nothing. So that was sort of weird, just odd. In a way, they were just sort of skunking around the place. Yeah, so that was a bit odd too. <laughs> yeah, so do you sort of think, like, obviously you would have had time to like sort of have think about what's actually happened. Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts of actually what sort of happened? I mate, I don't know what it was. All I know, it was no flare, because I know what flares are, and this wasn't a flare. Uh, it wasn't there when we drove up the driveway, and then two seconds later when we got out the door, this thing was hanging above us and shining a light straight on the car. So, so I don't know what it was, uh, but there was no noise. Nothing. And that was it. Just a big red ball. Bright, you know? Yeah. So what about the rest of your electronics throughout the house? Like everything else is working fine? Like the car as yeah. well? No issues there? Well, nothing with the car that I can know. Nothing, you know, I would have remembered or anything else. But uh, just the dogs, the TV and uh, this light. And that was about it, really. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you had your wife, did you say you had with you as well? No, no. Girlfriend, mate. Oh, sorry. Girlfriend. Yep. Uh, so what was her sort of thoughts and like what from her perspective well, we, we were just asleep. sort of you know like perplexed we go oh, what, what was that and, and because the dogs were acting weird uh you know that sort of you think well what is going on and then the tv didn't work we didn't know it was a crystal at the time what what they still know what that is but anyway uh yeah. <laughs> because that wasn't we thought i think oh, shit, what, what, you know, what else is going to happen here tonight and uh you know just sort of cruised off into the night but um next day everything was normal and that so just, but as I say, I looked in the paper and saw that thing at Melbourne. And I sort of tried to put two and two together. And I thought, well, maybe that was something to do with it. I don't know. You know, sort of roughly the same time at night. Would have broken speed record to get down there at that time, wouldn't it? 
Yeah, definitely. But there could have also potentially been another craft that's going around if it if it was a craft of some sort. You know, it's a few different theories that could have put in possible. It's nothing from uh, nothing man made. Put it that way, whatever that was. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't. We were. You know, it's nothing that I could think of. No helicopter, no plane, no nothing. You know, it wasn't. It's there, shining a bright, bright red light on the car. You like got out. You bathed in light. That, that's what made you look up because like there's a red glow on everything. What's that? Look up and there's this thing in the sky. Strange. Yeah, so you, you didn't see any like sort of structure to any craft or anything. Like it was just the, the glow of the light. No, that, that one there. Turned out. That one, no, that one there. That was just a red ball. That's it. Yeah, that's all it was. Yeah. No, that's incredible. That's amazing. Like I'm surprised. Like usually, people when people get sort of bathed in light, there's something that's a bit more happening in their experience. You know, like like I said, like I was trying to say, like missing time that could have happened, but mm. obviously nothing of that sort of nature happened. No. And even just in general, like getting a something like something scanning you, maybe I don't know. It's well strange. I'll, t- I'll tell you another strange thing. Now this probably not connected to it. I don't know, but my brother, who's a bit of a uh, what do you call it, tech, technological sort of a freak, sort of good boy, so all different gadgets and stuff. Well, one yep. one time, one time, this is years later. He had this Geiger counter and he mucked around and he said, come here and I'll scan you. And he scanned me. He said, holy shit. He said, your right-hand side's bloody radioactive or something. I said, bullshit. He said, no, look. Yeah. He said, so the other side and the other side was okay. So I said, well, I can't think of anything that happened to me on that side except for perhaps getting more red light on it than the other side. I don't know. And I don't know how long <laughs> if you've got radiation, how long that lasts. Someone said, oh, it only lasts a couple of weeks or something. Mate. This was years ago. I don't yeah. know if that's to do with it or not. Yeah, it's look, it's still leads to possibilities of anything really, because we still understand what the hell is going on. Even just trying to understand what the the whole point of having that red light beaming on you and yeah. what's the concept behind that? You know <laughs> why? Well, what what gets me is it wasn't there as I was driving up the driveway. because it's all pitch black up there. You know, I would have seen this yeah. light from the car driving up there, but no, nothing was there. It was just when we got out. Yeah, did you sort of take notice if it, like it was glowing like in your immediate area, or was it sort of glowing the whole environment as well? Just, just the car, just, just us and the car. Everything else around us was all just same dark, you know. Yeah. Because it was, I, I didn't see a, a light beam coming down, but that's what it seemed like. We were yeah. just bathed in red. Nothing else was. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? It just makes you wonder what the hell that was all about. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Crazy. nothing, nothing, nothing sort of missing in the house or anything like. I'm just like no, I'm trying to come up with ideas here of like, you know, could yeah. they have um, sort of snooped around your house or something that could have been of interest to them? They could have. I mean, that's maybe the dog. I don't know why the dogs were quiet. I mean, they it wasn't shining on the veranda, but something made them just shut up. So you don't know. Yeah, no. Look, it just leads to so many questions. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. no answers. So, um, look, tell us about the second one you had. Uh, this one, right. um, you mentioned, yeah, this, look, one this one seems pretty pretty good. This one's, this one's, yeah, this one's pretty uh, pretty out there. So, uh, okay, just over the last uh, 10 years or so, uh, I was out of a job and took up cleaning, you know, uh, commercial cleaning with a cleaning company doing schools and um, with a, a friend and also my sister did it as well. So, so uh, we, we were cleaning schools for... Yeah, the last 10 years of when I was working. And um, for the last year, we uh, we all got shifted to another school, which was uh, Mullumbimby, right? Because we come from Ballina. So uh, so we 
we'd clean the Mullumbimby School, high school. And um, so every day we'd go there, leave Balna at about four, get start, uh, well, bit before four, start up at there, get to Mullum at about four, 4.30. So it'd be probably quarter to four we'd leave, get up to Mullum about 4.30, go in there and start cleaning, leave at 8, 8 a.m., uh, or 8.30, come home, and then go back again in the afternoon. So that stretch of road there, it's a Pacific Highway, and it's dual lane on both sides, and we we did it plenty, you know, twice a day for a year, so that's a lot of travel on that, that road. Um, so anyway, and everything's always been just, just, just always just to drive up there and all that, but this particular morning, there were three of us in the car, me and my sister in the front seat, and uh, a mate who was also a cleaner with us in the back. So we'd pick him up um, and uh, we'd, you know, we'd travel up there. So uh, you know, so now this is about 4.15 approximately, and it's in 2018. I can't, can't exactly tell you the month and that now, but I think, I think it was in roughly in winter or somewhere around there. Anyway, so I don't know if you know that road, but um, so you leave, when you leave Balney, you travel on the highway, and you end up going through a couple of tunnels, which is at the back of Byron there. It goes through a hill. Anyway, so we're, we're going north. Uh, there's two lanes. We're in the left lane. We go through the tunnels. And as you go through the tunnel, you go along a fair bit of road there, and there's a couple of scattered houses, and then there's just all cow paddocks on, on the left I'm talking about. Um, and a lot of that, there's the trees are fairly thick and all that, but you come along this little spot there, which I didn't even take any notice until this has all happened, where there's this, the tree line's only a lot thinner. There's only about four or five or six thin sort of trees there in that spot. And that that there, so we're coming along, just driving, talking. I don't know if we're talking. We didn't have the radio on. And so my sister and I in the front, he's in the back. And this, on the left there, up ahead, just behind the trees, a light come on. And I thought, no, oh, shit, there's a house there. I didn't know there's a house there. Now, this is right up next to the trees. So you got you got the road, you got a barbed wire fence, you got a single line of trees, and this thing's just behind. So a light come on, like a window. And, oh, shit, okay, so we just get driving. This all happened in a pretty quick succession, so it's not a long thing. So anyway, and then another light come on. You know, still, that's fine, still driving. And then all of a sudden, this thing just starts rising up in here, just goes up, and it goes up the top of the trees and comes across the top of the road so now we're about just about heading underneath the thing and we're and it, I'll, I've drawn a picture of it and show you in a second and you can see the outline of the craft and on the tip of it which I assume was the the, 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 you know, the front part was a was a light and the light was white round light and then it went red and then it went green and as soon as it went green boom whole thing's gone now this thing was as big as a house i'll show you a drawing of it this is a this is a really rough sketch right so can you see that can you oh see yep that? yep okay so there's supposed to be windows there right that's the rough shape of it and that thing at the end there that's the light round light on the front okay okay so yeah so that's sort of what it looked like but it, uh, and it didn't light it didn't the whole thing wasn't bathed in light you could see the outline of the outline of it to see what shape it was. You could see the white, white, red, white, red, and green light at the front, and you could see the windows, and that's it. But it was big. This is a huge, big thing. 
And, and the weird thing about it all is, right, there was no cars or trucks on the road. That's the first thing. Second thing is it was pretty close to the road. I mean, they could have they could have gone off over the paddock somewhere right over the back anywhere and no one would have known how there. So, so they've obviously pulled in right up there close to the road for some reason. And, you know, if they had waited another minute, we'd have been gone by, wouldn't have known how there. You know, if, they had, if we'd have gone by before they turned the lights on, wouldn't have a clue. So they turned it on when we were coming along went up over us while we were underneath and then took off. And you just sort of wonder, number one, what are they doing there? Number two, who are they? What are they? Number three, why didn't they just wait until we'd gone? They could have gone off with no one knowing the difference. And, um, you know, it's just sort of crazy. But if you've had any doubts about what's going on, all that, I'll tell you what, that just gets rid of any doubt at all. You know, there's just no two ways about that thing being some sort of big ship. And it just... No noise. Well, we had the car going. Couldn't hear any noise. Couldn't see any flame, nothing. Just that ship lift up. I, You know, I just wish that had a dash cam. If I'd had a dash cam going then, right, we would all seen it. They could have analysed it, done whatever they liked. That would have been just good, but, you know, there you go. I can but pretty well guarantee that dash cam wouldn't have been working that time. Yeah. <laughs> I get I get a bit goosebumpy when I tell people about it because sort of it just brings it back and I just sort of wonder. Well, I'd like to know what the hell was in it. Like they had, to me, the windows looked like they were frosted. You couldn't see people in it or anything. So the windows looked like your bathroom bathroom window, you know, having frosty sort of thing. And we weren't that far away from it really, you know. Like we were, if we had, if it had stopped where it was in mid in mid air, we would actually travelled right underneath it because we were just about looking up under it just before we went under it, and then that's when it went. Yeah, so um, there you go. That's it. That's absolutely amazing. Like, it, it sort of makes you wonder, like you're saying, like, what were they doing over yeah. there? If, um, I, I know there's lots of theories behind them. Like, they could be doing, like, soil sampling or something yeah. that's in that area for whatever reasons. You know, there's something of interest. And like, like, even like you're saying, they came out. It sounds like it was deliberately done to get your attention as, as yeah, they left. Yeah, you know, to me... Yeah, I think they thought, oh, let's, let's give these folks a bit of a Friday. Come on, start her up now. Off we go. Yep, up, but right, bang, gone. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. That's what they're thinking, you know. But the other thing is, too, like, why would you pull up right near the highway? Like, no one would have known it was there because it was dark. Well, you know, um, what were they doing? Like, were they pinching? They could have been pinching little calves or cattle or something, you know. They could have been there for a rest break. And because we're like then an hour or so away from sunrise, they decide, okay, time to go, you know. And, uh, For some reason, part of me is thinking because it's yeah, that sort of area there, there could have been obviously magic mushies. <laughs> but, yeah, you know. uh, yeah. Well, that's what people watch this. Like, oh, Mullen Bimby, oh, we know what he was on. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, that's it. No. No, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, look, it, it just still does make you wonder um, – it's just what is going on like so when you look at the craft it was like was it cylindrical or was it like a bit more of a defined shape to it no it was the shape of that pointed at the front and round at the back like i think so that there what i showed you that that drawing that was i think looking at the side of the thing so i think if you spun the thing around it'd be like probably like a wedge like a pizza wedge you know so we're looking at the okay. side and i think if it turned around you'd have a point face and you and branch out of the back yeah okay so i'm sort of like getting maybe like a like the millennium falcon kind of shape you think like from like star wars okay. i think so yeah okay that's, that's interesting because um 
you know, a lot of people are sort of claim like, you know, cylindrical sort of shapes or it's always a tic tac kind of shape or mm. like, there's, there's a lot of different shapes. Like, yeah. Just, I don't know. And are they, like, are they different races of these species or what are these beings that. are? You know, like, what's the funny thing new is, design technology? Yeah. A couple of things. Like, I thought, well, obviously, green means go to them as well because as soon as it went green, they were gone. That yep. little light. So it was white, which I mean, I suppose it meant neutral. Red must, must have meant ready to go. And green, as soon as that went green, bang. Yeah, it's interesting. It sort of makes me wonder why the light, though. Why does it need to present that light to show you guys? Or if it might be a universal thing for other potential crafts in the area going, hey, we're about to go and take off or something. Don't know. Don't know. If, um, yeah, it would have been interesting at the time, I guess, to that next day get down there on the ground where that was sitting and just see if there was anything around there or you know, where it was, see if there's any marks or whatever on the, on the ground or anything like that yeah that would have been interesting if there was anything there of that sort of nature because you know people have reported where there's crafts have sat or they've been seen some sort of strange lights as there has been markings there in the grass or yeah. the area around it has built the grass has been depressed or something like you know yeah. or whether the guy was missing any cattle or anything yeah well that's yeah it's nothing too so there's nothing in the like in the reports because i think social media were being pretty big back around then as well like um well, it was still up there know, but I, I sort of looked looked a bit around, like just in, uh, just I was thinking where would I report it to? I couldn't sort of work out who to. I didn't really want to tell. I tell tell people. I tell friends and family and friends. I told them all. Oh, I don't stop talking about it, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I didn't know who to contact or anything like that. And I was just the other day I was looking on Facebook and I come across across your thing. And I thought, oh, maybe I might tell these guys and see what they say about it. You know, as you say, someone else may have had some similar type thing yeah look someone could potentially seen it like you just don't know who's going to be around like someone even though it could have been like a kilometer away could have seen the actual yeah. light still go up and seen it disappear yeah. and whatnot and then i wonder too whether any truckies see stuff like that when they're driving along well i mean who knows if they don't go back there every now and again to that spot like if if they did you'd never know a truckie could have could see stuff but they could probably wouldn't report it because they'd probably lose their job you know, yeah, well, that's the thing. That's, that's that's the big thing, isn't it? Like when you sort of bring in this topic into the into the light, people do sort of back off a little bit and go, "Well, yeah, right, this person's sort of a bit crazy or whatnot." So yeah. that's why people are so reluctant to sort of talk about it, that's and right, even yeah. go for with the truckies. Like you know, they are our bread and butter, literally on in Australia's roads. Yeah, and you know, they go, they go and talk about this sort of stuff. They sort of mentions like sort of questions there reliability on the roads you know are they on drugs or are they that's right yeah <laughs> seeing things no, or whatever with yeah. their mentality yeah that's right yeah and that's not to say like you know there's got to be some sort of condition they're going for people to see these things mm. but it's it's just it's always raised the question for you know people who want to question this sort of thing yeah well and... that's fair enough you know i mean if i hadn't had that experience and uh the, well the red ball one was a separate type of thing but if i hadn't had this experience someone told me i'd probably you know i'd believe them if I, if they're a believable person but once you actually see it you think you know what look at that there's your absolute proof that something weird's going on there it's not just a light it's a machine it's up there it's uh it's who knows how it's going up and down how does it disappear it's either it's either gone invisible 
or it's slipped into another dimension or it's shot off at the speed of light. So there's, there's three options. Yeah. So did you happen to take notes of the time of this work when this happened as well? Like, um, if well, uh, we're going to miss some time on that one as well, or this one here was about about four fifteen a.m. It was roughly. Yep, and didn't take notes of like if it was was missing time accountable on that one. Oh well, we went to work and you know, nah, we uh, yeah, we it real right. And, yeah, just just got there. And we didn't when it happened. We didn't sort of think, oh, that was a flying saucer. I mean, we're just so perplexed. We're going, what was that? And just driving along, just. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Sort of thinking what we saw. And, and by the time I got to school, I, I sort of said, you know what? I think that must have been a good fave. What else would it have been? What, what else was it? There was nothing. You know. It's crazy to think what that was. It was just some big machine, and that's what it did, you know. Yeah, I was about to ask you, like, what was the atmosphere in the car like? You know, because like you guys were being well, buzzing just, for sure. Yeah, well, just just astounded, astonished, and sort of trying to work out what was that, and uh, really just thinking, oh, what that was, oh, I don't know, you know, crazy. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing too. It, it is all crazy. Like it, it's. Yeah. Because it defies everything that we know of this whole topic in general, like uh, even just life itself is just it's just crazy. <laughs> it <Yeah. laughs> makes you wonder. Yeah. So over all these years, like after your you couple experiences, like what have your thoughts over the whole topic in general? Oh, just um, yeah. Well, we're just getting visited, and I mean, I would I think myself, it's it's probably by. Uh, there's that many you look at how many galaxies and stars and all that stuff there is out there there's just there's got to be different races with different machines and stuff and 
the, you know, the old, they can't, you can't go faster than light and all that. Well, you know what? What, what, if you, Captain Cook, if you told him you could fly from here to England in 24 hours, he'd go, that's ridiculous. How can you get a ship to go that fast? So, and they, you know, so obviously they're slipstreaming into black holes or doing something weird. And they've got these machines that can just defy gravity and inertia and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, they're probably millions of years advanced on what we are. We've only been technological, techno, technological for what a couple hundred years or so. Before that, yeah. we had spheres and stuff. So, That's right. Um, it's, it's amazing how fast we're just boomed in technology. Yeah. Side. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I sort of bring it up quite often. Like you know, they say like humans are, you know, several thousands of years old or whatever, like wherever the number is, and yet. All that time we were throwing sticks and rocks and spears yeah. and whatnot, but yet all of a sudden in the last two three hundred years we just boomed in technology. Correct, yeah. And it's like, well, what happened in that window beforehand? You know, like how can they just be like we're so plain and basic in survival mode, you know, and to suddenly just bam, yeah. Now we're doing this, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like how and why? Like, was it introduced into us to go and sort of guide us along to get to this where we are today? Yeah. Or yeah. is it something on our own that we've sort of worked out? Like, so it just happened to be some sort of smart guy, or you know, worked it all out and boom from there. Yeah. What's happened throughout our history to get to this point? You know, it's it's, it's mind-boggling when you think about it. It is, yeah, that's for sure. And then obviously, yeah, we've got these other advanced crafts defying all our known logic and capabilities mm. and yet we're still <laughs> going, what are these things why can't we yeah, well, you know like the government the governments are hiding it like that these these guys are these tic tacs and stuff like you see you see the images we see and they're all like shady fuzzy looking radar images and yet these pilots they took uh megapixel type photos and cameras and stuff of these things and they won't release them like and they've, no. they've They've seen stuff like crafts. They've seen the rivets. Some some had rivets. They've, some some guys have seen like a square, a square with a sphere inside it, floating around up there, and flown past it, and nearly hit it, and all this sort of stuff. Like, yeah. But you never see photos, proper clear photos of them, because they won't release them. No, and that's the frustrating part. Like, uh, okay, yeah, it's good that the or particularly the U.S. government they are admitting to the, the existence of what they want to call UAPs. Mm. But still, they don't want to go and release anything that's of credible sort of nature to us to go and say, look, this is what we are seeing out here. Yeah. You know, just because of their own national security bullshit that they want to go and scream on about. You know, it's Mm. it's like it's not just a national security, it's a worldwide security. You know, you got to let everyone know what is actually out there that we need to sort of keep an eye for. Like, okay, yeah, they want to class it as a bit of a. Uh, aerial threat because you know for commercial planes and such and whatnot but even still the public sort of need to they have a right to know you know it's we might go in a bit of a panic but we'll get over it you know like we're <laughs> we're pretty adaptable i think covid pretty much proved that you know we, yeah, for sure, we made yeah. our way through yeah so why can't they go and tell us the truth of what is actually really out there you know mm. even or even they just drip feed it a bit more quicker than what they're doing, you know, yeah. instead of having this all, oh, this guy's seen this, yeah, you know, but, you know, we're not going to show you what it is because we have this full high-def imagery or footage 
but we mm. can't show you because it's going to show what we are capable of in our own defenses you know yeah, i think that's right yeah so i oh know it, it's strange it's it's frustrating sort of topic when it comes to trying to figure out what the hell is going on in today's world with it in regards to that but it's yeah. i don't know what can you do not much <laughs> no it, it's it's a shame really and so like when it comes to like um your sightings there like do you think they were these were extraterrestrial beings or do you think they could have been potentially our own technology that's been hidden away it's not our own definitely not i mean if someone had a craft like this thing they they you wouldn't have to worry if it was the, if the yanks had it they wouldn't be worrying about china or russia or anything like you know they'd be uh i mean where did this thing go did it go because if it went if it went just at speed it was the speed of light just like you turn the light on and turn the light off so it was either that or somehow it slipped into some other dimension which we can't see because it was there and then it was gone it didn't go somewhere it was just there then not there and um you know it's not not like I w actually sometimes i wish it had have actually took off up into the sky but it didn't it just disappeared bang uh, so Strange. either way like even if it didn't zip away it's still something that defied our capabilities from what you're explaining oh, you know yeah. this is oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. a object with a non-aerodynamical sort of mm. craft in nature you know it's well i don't know could it could have possibly like been the shape of like a like a blimp kind of thing maybe like the, the point i don't know that's just I'm trying to give like a bit of a general shape yeah no it was just just uh you know just like like a like a cigar i guess with a pointed front pointed pointed tip and uh you know why would it show you those three lights white green and red white red and green uh and why would it why would it park right up right up in right up next to the trees behind a barbed wire fence so i mean they could when the lights were off and the thing they could be out there winding around looking at cars and trucks going past on the road and no one even know you wouldn't see yeah. it wouldn't see them uh you know and, and as you say i mean they i reckon they've got a sense of humor why, why else would they start it up when we're coming along we're the only car they could have oh, just wait because they know we were there let's wait till that thing goes then we'll go no let's go over the top and sit on top for a sec couple of seconds then we'll go and laugh at it <laughs> yeah oh it's absolutely mind-boggling like because i'm quite jealous and envious myself you know because i'd love to see something of that oh yeah <laughs> you know something oh, where it's a yeah. solid proof like i've had my own couple oh, experiences there and it's always been just like a light in the sky and it's uh, oh, no, something that well, didn't make sense is, to me this but is seeing the it, yeah. oh, a physical craft that's that's i think everyone wants to see oh, something i wish i had a you know dash cam i bloody wish i had one that would, been, that would have been the classic proof i reckon yeah it's unfortunate too like with cameras and that like as much as we rely on them they still won't give us the clear evidence that we want from a public aspect yeah. of things like and that's what i'm saying like i bet you like nine out of ten that camera would not have been working at the time you want to try and capture that thing probably if yeah. it was potentially if you did have a dash cam because yeah. every time someone tries to capture a ufo it's either fuzzy or it doesn't show up or the camera yeah. bugs out you know it's yeah. it's frustrating like you know we could be yeah. with the amount of people who got cameras in their pockets these days and we still can't get a clean well, genuine yeah. uh, like ufo or craft or something you know Got to happen so sooner or later. You think it's, it's got, got to happen sooner or later, hasn't it? Like it everyone's got, got, to. got a camera now, so yeah. And look, cameras are getting better, and you know, surely there is a lot, still a lot of um, misidentifications out there. But there's still going to be that something out there that someone's going to have that 
chance to go, yep, we've finally got one. But then again, someone's going to say, no, nah, it's fake. It's CGI or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, people say <laughs> about this too, but you know, I don't really care. We know what we saw. Yeah. You know? No, look, it's it's absolutely amazing. Um, I kind of think of this, like, wow, just like the, the whole experience itself, just seeing something so amazing. It's just yeah. more, it's a buzz myself just listening to you another thing too I, I wish it had a went for longer because it really because when it first turned on in in the paddock there we just saw it was house but i thought that's strange to know his house there this is probably all within a sec i don't know maybe a minute because you're driving along and it's on the upper up to the left behind the, the trees so yeah i just said like oh, house. Oh, there's a house there okay right. and i thought what they turn their lights on this early for me and then all of a sudden up she goes and up over the thing and hovered there above and we were going to go under and we were going what the hell you know and you just think what well you don't know you just think what the hell is that but you could see it was a craft definitely it wasn't smoke it wasn't fog what do you call it it's that stuff they used to say oh um yeah you go gas um yeah gas i wasn't swamped there there's no water there actually i get like i go past that a lot of times even though i'm not working there anymore every now and again i go up the goldie and uh I'm always looking at that spot. I'm looking through, trying to see if there's anything there. That I, you know, is there anything I can sort of see what they'd be there for or whatever? But no, nothing, just paddock. Yeah, and so you never pulled up there any time that it sort of have a bit of a look? No, nah, because um, that little spot there, well, you know, it's a long it's a highway there, but um, you can't really pull off the road too easy there because it's not, not a nice big flat patch you can just pull off and walk out. You know, it's sort of got a bit of a ditch and long grass and stuff so so yeah so no never pulled up there sort of slowed down a bit there when there's nothing behind me and tried to have a good look and that but can't see any and uh you can't even really tell who's which property's got a who owns that like from the houses you can't really see any houses from the road they stuck Robert back further you know just to say oh that they, they own the house so maybe they'd know something they own the land, but um, I don't even know if there is a house on that bit of land there. Not that I can see anyway. No, that's fair enough. So, like, with the um, your passengers in the car, like, have they experienced anything else? Like, because obviously the topic of the UFOs would have been there at the time. Like, you know, you've been buzzing from that. Like, did they mention that they had uh, other experiences in the past as well at all? No, my sister hasn't. Uh, no, not really. And uh, the other guy... Uh, a couple of weeks later, he told me, because he used to wait, wait for us up on the hill. So we'd, we'd travel from Ballina. He was from Lennox, and he'd park his car up on the hill there from Lennox, and we'd pick him up on the way to save taking two cars all the way. And he told me once that he was, while he was parked there waiting for us, he seen it, saw an orange. Well, I can't, it didn't really take a lot of notice at the time, but he saw some sort of an orange ball or something, not red, but an orange one further north up the coast up there when he was just sitting there in his car and it did sort of some sort of weird maneuver and off it went and so i didn't you know it was a fair way away from him and all that so i didn't really he's never told me anything else that he's seen or whatever so that's a bit yeah, no, that's fair enough so with your um regards to your, like your sightings is like has there been a bit of a history with your family seeing things at all like your parents no. or and all that no no no, no nothing really that's okay. I'm just trying to get a bit of an idea because usually sometimes it could be a bit of a history with family mm. members if they're lucky enough to go and see into the spectrum of these unknown yeah, universe. Uh, not that I can sort of recall with that. No. 
No, that's fair enough. Now, look, my it's um, absolutely amazing um, experience, and I think everyone will be dying to join. Well, hopefully not dying to go and see one, but you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Want to really see something like this of that nature. Yeah. Oh well, I, you know, I never thought I'd ever see something as clear and as close and all that as this thing. I, you know, you'd hear reports and you know people, you know, it was over there as a flying saucer was down the ground. I used to think, oh, geez, I wish I could see something like that. And there you go. I finally did when I wasn't really didn't did not expect it at all. Yeah. Do you sort of feel like there would have been someone at the windows there watching you guys as you went well, underneath them? They would have known definitely we were there. I mean, why would they got to craft that advance? They'd have to know. They'd have to know, like radar or whatever it is, at some because they've picked the moment when there's only one car on the road. I mean, they could have took off when there's three trucks or something on the road, you know. Then you would have a whole heap of people looking at it. So uh, whether they didn't know we were coming along and thought no one was there, or whether they just thought they'd play play a trick on us, but. Uh, yeah, so we didn't see anyone at all. All we saw was the lights turn on, the craft go up, the flashing lights at the front, and then gone. And the outline of the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, other people I talk to as well, like they usually say, like, you know, they, they want us to see them, but they're yeah. doing it in their own way instead of like just going, rocking up in our front door and saying, G'day, we are here. They're just, for whatever reasons, they're just doing the whole, I don't know. Sight and flight, I wanted to call it. I just came yeah. up with that. <laughs> Sight yeah. and flight, I think that's the best way to sort of describe it. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's like, why? Why can't they just come in and just go, hey, look, we are here? You know, why Why all the yeah. secrecy? That's right, yeah. And apparently throughout the thousands of years of, of our civilizations, you know, they've always been mentioned of these weird beings. There's always some sort of interaction there with some of these, whatever you want to call them extraterrestrials or what yep you know but so like why all of a sudden in this current day and age that it's all secret when it's proven in our history that we've had an interaction yeah true yeah yeah any any thoughts on your end from that like from that concept oh you know like i've always sort of had an open mind on it i've never ever thought oh no that's not you know that's not right because um because of all the different uh, reports you've heard and pilots and people, police and stuff, and, you know, a lot of it you, you sort of think, well, you know, they seem pretty credible. And, uh, you know, other other witnesses have been, you know, what do you call it, uh, agreed to they've, they've seen that sort of, that thing at the time or whatever like that. And, you know, who knows, someone might, someone around that area might have seen something like what I've seen a previous night or maybe... Well, they didn't see it when I was there, but maybe they saw it, you know, maybe someone saw it come down. Who knows when it landed? Maybe it landed midnight and someone might have seen it drop down then. Yeah, it's quite possible. And that's where I was like, hoping like when you, um, you mentioned the times and dates and that, like where someone could have gone, yeah, look, a bit of a jolt of memory mm. and potentially seen it. Because well, I've had it before where like, yeah, people have seen something, they've reported it and Next minute, like maybe five minutes later, I've had someone else here. I start to go, hey, look, I've just seen this come through and yeah, right. come from this direction. And next minute, a third person's come along and seen the same thing. It's like, you'll get out. This thing is like, yeah, that was a, a mind-blowing sort of um, yeah. encounter there because, like, you know, having multiple witnesses of the same thing cruising past in the same amount of time, you know, that's like <laughs> incredible from my, from my perspective. Anyway, this is like, Wow, and like it's going traveling a distance that 
it shouldn't have been capable of doing it with our technology, basically. Yeah. So whatever this thing was, it's yeah, absolutely amazing. So the potential of someone seeing what you have seen yeah. um, before, it's highly likely someone's seen it. Hopefully in the same time, but they've seen all they've seen it somewhere else. You know, yeah. something well, similar. Will you let me know if uh, you hear of something like to do with that one? Yeah, absolutely, mate. There, no worries at all. I'll definitely get in touch because um. Yeah. Just send me a message that someone else has sort of seen the same sort of thing in the same area, you know? Yeah, or even if somewhere else potentially, because uh, but yeah. even like trying to get an idea of the actual craft's shape um, yeah. seems quite well, unique there it is there at this again. point. That's it there. Can you see yeah. that? Yep. Not, not a real good drawing. It wasn't all bumpy looking like that and everything, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That's, that's my freehand. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and it's probably more like a disc shape, you reckon, from behind, like, I reckon like a pizza, pizza wedge. Yeah, round at the back, I reckon. Yep. That was round. See how it's gone round that round there at the back there? Yep, yep. That was round. That was pointed at the front. And uh, the windows along there, then they're probably not in proportion, those windows. I don't think they were that big, but they were windows and they were, they were lit up. Uh, but you couldn't see inside them. So to me, they look frosted. Yeah. Yep. So, what, so what was the color of the craft compared to the windows then? Well, the windows were, as I say, they were lit. I mean, the colour of the craft, you couldn't, well, you could just see it was like metallic grey. It was okay. like dark grey, basically. Yep, and so I was there, the light from behind us, probably a bit of a light grey from the windows, like to sort of uh, give them the front window look? It just all seemed to be dark grey, the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. The windows didn't seem to light up the craft at all. They just lit up, the windows were lit. But the craft itself, it was lit enough to see the outline of the thing because you could see how big it was. Uh, but and and there was no like bright color except for the thing on the end. No, uh, you know, you couldn't see. All you could see was a dark craft and see how big it is. And you thought, shit, that thing is huge. So how big do you think it actually was in comparison? Big as a house, that thing. Really big. Big as a house. Yeah. Oh, you did mention that. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's. Decent size craft. Wasn't little. It was huge. Yeah, that's absolutely incredible. Ah, oh. I still want to. I still want to go and see one of these things. It's got to be yeah. one day. Like I've got to see one for myself. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing another one actually. Yeah, it sort of gives you that bit of a bug, doesn't it? Like he's like, oh, mm -hmm. you, you see the initial one, you go, wow, okay, that was incredible, yeah. and yeah. then you're still never satisfied after that. You still want like another yeah, another exactly. hit from it, you know? <laughs> Give us that extra buzz again. Yeah, really too. Yeah, that's actually incredible. Well, mate, um, if you got anything more to add to to this at all, like um, what your yeah. thoughts are on the whole concept? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just glad to sort of tell someone else about it. And uh, now with you, put it out there a bit now, you know. So, because I, as I say, I've told family and friends, and you don't know how far that goes. But, um, you know, with you, with it going through you there, maybe quite a few more people will sort of hear of it. And we'll just see, see if, you know, if anyone happens to have seen a similar craft or something around that particular area there or just something, you know, that was sort of sheds a bit of light on this. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. No, look, mate, it's like, I can't thank you enough for coming on and sharing this, mate, because um, you and other guests on the show and everyone else that's sort of share their experience openly, mate, it's um, absolutely wonderful for even yeah. coming forward to, in general to speak about it because, you know, obviously the whole st stigma attached to this whole thing mm. um, can be quite, you know, um, scary, I should say. Yeah. yeah, well, don't, don't worry me much. I'm, I'm, I'm retired, so you know, people can say what they like. I don't give a rat's ass, really. I, I know what we saw. 
And yeah. uh, I'm glad we did see it. And uh, we'll just see what happens with the, if anyone else has seen something like that. Yeah. No, mate, look, I can't thank you enough, mate. So it's been absolutely wonderful having you on, mate. And, um, yeah, look, I'll hope, look forward to hopefully getting in touch with you soon. And um, sure. you know, yeah. if someone yeah. has actually seen one as well, same thing, or in the same area. Very good, mate. Thank you. No, mate, thank you again, mate. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, see ya. Bye. Cheers, mate. Yeah. And that will do it, folks, for this episode. I hope you enjoyed the show. And don't forget, if you or someone you know has had an encounter, please get in touch with me to be featured on the podcast. If you're a fan of the show, you can support the podcast by purchasing some awesome merchandise that's available on our online store via the link provided in the episode description. So thanks for tuning in, and I look forward to seeing you on the next Encounter Down Under. Hey, Root.